0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments, where we're having conversations like you would with your friends around a coffee table. We're chatting and listening and learning about topics that matter to us. So grab your coffee and come on in, y'all. It's going to be good. This is Kayla. Welcome to Kayla's Coffee. I have my friend Cece with me on here. We're both recording on this new website for the same time, so we're really excited Oh, except I call you CC. Does everyone still call you CC, or do you go by Sierra now?
1: You know what? That's funny you said that. A lot of people call me Sierra, but I, CeCe <laughs> makes me feel nostalgic, and my family calls me CC. so it, it Okay,
0: works. well, that's it. We're inviting <laughs> everyone into the family. So, yeah, that's what we were just talking before we hopped on here, the fact that we've known each other a decade now, that's and funny. then I was like, on your thing, it's CeCe. I call you CeCe to my friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, I CeCe The other, and I was like, oh, wait. I wonder if she goes by Sierra now, like, <laughs> so yeah, so um, I met Cece back at Wesleyan, uh, we went to college together in Buchanan, West Virginia, and were you two years behind me?
1: Um, I got when there 20, yeah, 2010, 20, 20 no, 20, yeah, okay. yeah uh-huh, so I, 10 I, and 11. I graduated, oh, I graduated late, I don't know. But I was, I think you were a junior
0: when I got there. Yeah, I think so. I think it it was 20, I think it was the fall, we met each other the fall of 2010, so, um, and then we were in FCA slash FCS together, um, Bible studies, all that kind of stuff. So that's how we met. But uh, Cece, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of whatever, what you do, who you are, what you love, all those fun things. Yes
1: funny when you said FC, what is it, FCS, FCA, like I feel like you guys were like my 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 tribe, like you and Elizabeth <laughs> yes. and Kelsey, it was like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah my tribe, so I, yes. I, 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 I'm grateful for my tribe, uh, but my name is Sierra, aka CC, um, right now I have a lot of different hats, um, but I would say I am the founder of Braxton Legacy Foundation, um, I do a lot. <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. You do a but, lot. Yes. Um, that's the one we'll be talking about the most today. I am from P.G. County, Maryland, which is a little suburb right outside of D.C. I currently live in Baltimore City. Well, not Baltimore City, but a little bit out of Baltimore. And um, most of my work, though, is is back home, uh, close to D.C. or in D.C.
0: That's awesome. Oh. So I um did not realize you were from P G County. Of course I don't think I knew what P G County was as a <laughs> you know, twenty year old. Yeah. But now as an adult, like I've heard some people listen well, really listen to podcasts. I mm-hmm. listened to some of Mike Kelsey's stuff from out there oh, and I've heard him talk about P G County. So I don't even like you we were like, I don't even know where Yeah, went to high that's, school. That's so that's where I'm
1: from. But because like people don't know that in West Virginia I just said D C Right. Because they're like, yeah. what is PG County? Unless you're from Maryland, you don't know. So exactly. I just said D.C. Yeah. because it makes yeah. the most sense.
0: <laughs> well, and that's what West Virginia, like we talk about where we're from by like county or like mm-hmm. we're two hours south of Pittsburgh, two hours north of whatever. So, yeah, I totally get you. It's a, a regional thing. So, yeah. So you work with, did you start the Braxton Legacy Foundation? Yeah. Tell us how that that started
1: yeah so basically it started off with um the protests. so right around george floyd's death um it was also the middle of the pandemic and i realized like i wanted to do something but because i have um i got asthma but because i have like breathing stuff like i was just so terrified of like getting being around a lot of people i just didn't want to you know get any type of uh, you know disease so because of that, I was like, "How can I like give back without like being there? Because I don't feel comfortable being there." So okay. I decided like to just support the protesters by giving uh, snacks and water. So um, I went on Facebook and was like, "Hey, does anybody want to uh, donate to us? Low like, anyone want to help support protesters?" Um, so I reached out to the girls who was organizing the protest, and they were like, "Sure, like we do need uh, drinks." And so Facebook people showed me love. Um, and so we were able to awesome. help that protest. And then another protest came up uh, with another young woman. And both of these are PG County. So I was like, oh, I, I kind of saw myself in these women. Um, and then, again, supported them. And then it went from that to um, I met my cousin. So I'm, I've been to my cousin. My cousin, uh, his name is Damo. Shout out to him. But my cousin, he is very involved in D.C. And he showed okay. me a different side of activism. Um, because for me, I always saw activism as marching, holding a sign, but he yeah. showed me what it looked like to be with the people, to be in the streets, to actually understand what the needs are. So I went one day to volunteer with him, and like we had like a little powwow with me and the other people who were out there, and they were telling us um, basically what their issue is with uh, some of these larger protest organizations, and I'll just say it <laughs> because I have yeah. no shame. But yeah, I no, Black you. Lives Matter because they come around one one time, but they don't be over. If a police kills a child, they'll be around. But when you have people who are hungry every day, they're nowhere to be found. Um, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that. So yeah. then I was like, I didn't, okay. I didn't either. Yeah. So it's it's a bigger issue where of course the marches like that's important. We need people in the streets, but there are also people like if that if there was someone murdered in that community by the police. Black Lives Matter will be there in a second, right. but right. each and not every day, but maybe once a week or once a month in those communities, there are people being murdered every day. Right. And, and that yeah. specific organization and something like it, they won't come around and support the families in, in those times. So yeah. I was like, wow, like, I just never knew that that was a thing. <laughs> and so right. when I saw that, I was like, wow, like, I just want to be here. Like, I just want to really be an activist. I really want to give back. and and be here for the community, and not just show up when it's convenient, when the camera's around, but to really be present, um, and be with the community, and from there, that's how we started, but I was thinking, I was like, what can I name it, because I was thinking, like, I didn't know what to name it, I was like, I want to have, oh, and then I met, so another thing is I met, um, a woman, Sade, I love her so much, and I was like, yeah, I want to start my own organization, but, I, I'm not sure. She was like, girl, just go for it. So she really encouraged me to kind of yeah. just, you know, start it. So when I thought of the name, I just couldn't think of what to name it. And I thought, you know, well, my dad, like, and he passed um in 2016, tragically, uh, mm-hmm. he had colon cancer. But when he passed, um, I kind of, it was a lot that happened, but a big part of yeah. it was wanting to carry on his legacy and the goodness yeah because he was very kind, very sweet guy, and, um, so when I thought about name, I was like, well, why not name it after him, because I'm in the city, he's from DC, uh, born yeah. and raised in DC, he's all around the city all the time, so why not name it after him, and then my cousin came in, once I came up with the name, he was like, oh, we need to collab, cuz, oh, he was like, this is, that name means everything to me, so we both came together, um, from that name and, and just wanting to build on our legacy. And from then, we just been been going.
0: That's so awesome. I did not realize. I just know your dad is Cece's dad. Like, yeah. I was so, of course, I knew when he had passed, and I knew how, like, sudden and tragic that was for you all. But I had, he was just your dad. So I had no idea that that was his name. So I, when I, I had no idea where it even came from. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, it's somebody's name, but I didn't know. That's so awesome. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I think it's so interesting. There are a lot of things, a lot of organizations, I think that we know we can name off Black Lives Matter. I, I don't want to call out any others, just like, like Red Cross. I mean, we can, a whole bunch of things that are massive organizations that do good things. Um, but I think there is a such a special gift when there are people and foundations and communities that are there day in and day out um putting in the relationships putting in the work um i've heard a lot of like this linking arms kind of Mm, thing and i think that's what as soon as you were talking i'm just like it's great that there are massive organizations that Mm -hmm. are making changes like we need national things to make national moves. That's fantastic. And and money.
1: And (laughs) money, exactly,
0: exactly. (laughs) But that, those big organizations do not change our small towns. They don't change our cities. They don't change um, our Mondays and our Tuesdays and our Wednesdays. Um, And so I think that's so amazing how you saw this need and it was realized because somebody else was doing it. And then you're like, hey, that's where I can help, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's – I can't, I'm, I i am don't have the capability to put all this money towards mm-hmm. whatever, changing a bill, being a senator, whatever you want, whatever it is that you're passionate about. But I can be hands and feet here yes. where people are. And so I know it started with snacks because I remember that's the first time <laughs> I kind of saw – you were doing snacks, water, you were asking yeah. for cases of that. Of course it was summertime. Yes. But then it's even transitioned. When did you guys name it the Braxton Legacy Foundation? Because I know you started helping before yeah, it was before that. It when was did it thing. when was it founded?
1: So I would probably say like maybe fall. Okay. I had to like actually check my Instagram. But maybe nice. like <laughs> I really don't know when we do stuff. Well, but that's because you
0: were you were doing the work before then. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it didn't have to have a name. You're doing the same thing exactly. you were doing then. But I do remember when the logo came up, and I was Aww. like, "This girl's <laughs> doing something. What's going on?" So I think that's awesome. Tell us some other things that you have done since then, because I know I've seen a lot of things on yeah. social media. Which, of course, we will plug all of that stuff because you're doing awesome work. But. Tell us some other things that you've been doing since um, June of 2020.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think I mentioned my friend Sade. So with her, she's someone who's very connected um, with, and her foundation is called the Right Foundation, and she's someone who's very connected with um, gun violence survivors. Um, And so actually, a sad fact, but in 2020, over 200 um, people were killed by homicide violence in Washington, D.C., um, so it's very heartening, and that's why my heart is heavy now, because there was a yeah. shooting yesterday that was just tragic. It was a mass shooting. They killed six people. Um, but back to my point was that um, she connected me with these families. Um, so I saw mm-hmm. that she was um, with these families, so I wanted to do something for Christmas. And uh, I had people from Wesleyan, uh, Erica and her husband, um, yeah. they donated. So we were able to, for uh, these families, uh, take, take care of Christmas for them. So I was maybe about 10 families that we were able to uh, provide Christmas gifts uh, wow. for the families and really assist them with, you know, just having a, a good Christmas. Uh, we also done a lot of work with the homeless. And the first time we went out in that population, it was crazy because people were like, the, the, the people who were out there, they were like, oh, man, like, y'all just because we didn't have, like, our logo or nothing. We were just out there like normal. We didn't say we was from a right. church. We just, like, we just here. So it was yeah. about five of us. And they were like y'all just coming out here just because, like, y'all don't have no agenda? Because, like, we're only people, like, this our group, and this our church, and this, this. And they, right. it just really, like, I never realized that. But for them to just say, like, oh, y'all just came out here without, mm-hmm. you know, having a, a, a name attached to you. And even though we did have a name, we weren't really trying to promote it. We were just like, we right. just want to, you know, be here and just support y'all. But the people were just very appreciative and reali- and, like, it just showed me something about humility and what it means to just show up, because a few months later, we did it again, um, Thanksgiving time, and this time, it was a lot of people out there, and it was a beautiful thing, like, a beautiful thing, like, I, it warmed my heart, almost cried, because it was so many people out there, like, giving back, but I understood what the guy was saying, when he was like, no one comes just with no, just because, yeah, just because, Um, so I actually want to go back there again soon because the Thanksgiving things have crowded down and Easter yeah. people probably might give now too, but when it kind of dies down and people aren't thinking, not in a shady way, like I'm not trying to be shady. No, yeah, Yeah, exactly. but it's like, I kind of want to go when it's, uh, that, but in a good sense, I actually met, when I went there for Thanksgiving, I met uh, one of my mentors, now friends, um, pastor, his name is Devin Turner, and he was out there. And so I didn't even know he, it was him at first. I would just saw these people giving out really good stuff. And I was like, wow, who are they? <laughs> like, I don't know. If they, I think they had, like, sweatpants or sweatsuits. Oh, they had something really nice. I was like, whoa, yeah. they're nice people. <laughs> who is that? And then to come to find out, it was him. Um, awesome. And I was like, wow. So I've connected with him. And I do have an event that I'm working with him um, in the summertime. And we're going to do an event. It's called Piece of Art DC. And what it is, uh, it's, it's, it's an art thing. So okay. what we realized is a lot of children and, uh, youth in D.C., they don't have an outlet. They don't have nothing, right. nothing to do. And that's why a lot of these carjacks are, are happening. That's like people right. need money and they're bored. So, yep. um, this will be a space where children can submit their art, whether that's painting, whether that's rapping, singing, poetry, spoken word, and they get a chance to work with, um, artists. So a famous R&B artist, and we have an A&R from a record label. Um, so, all these, like, great people will contribute their time to the winners of these resources, I mean, of these uh, competitions, um, mm-hmm. but it's also just a, a thing for students and kids to just have an outlet and feel like they can use their voice uh, to speak out, because there's a lot of talented, like, youth in the city, like, yeah. oh my goodness, but that is they crazy. don't have that space, you Right.
0: Know? Exactly, yeah, especially, I mean, I think now, I think a pandemic com- compounds a lot of yes. things, but, like... It was still there before a pandemic. They still didn't have an outlet. They still didn't Mm -hmm. have resources. They still didn't whatever. Didn't have a chance to be seen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely exasperated because even the few that could, like, I don't go to a dance studio or whatever. Like right now, that's that's not an option, and so they're they're stuck at home. And I love what you said is like they're desperate for money and they're bored, and so Mm -hmm. like when we that can just breed some really unnecessary well, not, I don't want to say unnecessary because money is necessary to do mm-hmm. things but just this this almost an itch you know what I mean mm-hmm. like
1: That's I a have word. a
0: desperation and I don't have any way to go about what I need to mm. and so it just leads to a lot of things and so instead of just being like oh man there's a lot of like you said carjackings going on y'all are like well, what do kids like to do I love mm. that you're getting that that sounds like the coolest thing when is that
1: so this will be this summer, um, like so cool. July, so I don't know the exact date. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. But that We're is that is one to... of the
0: coolest things I've ever heard. That's oh. so awesome. And I love that. Well, because so last episode I talked to my friend about being creative and, like, the oh, creative okay. arts. And we talked about how, like, it looks different for everyone. Like, for mm. me, this podcast is kind of being creative or whatever. But so yeah. you went from, like, drawings all the way to spoken word, like mm. writing and all that. And that's just so awesome because it allows them to show their talent.
1: Yes,
0: It allows them to get something from it. I mean, it's Mm. one thing to just be around, you know, writing things out, painting, drawing, sculpting, whatever, but it's another when someone else can appreciate your work and then you get whatever, payment or a chance to be seen by somebody. Like you said, Mm. recording artists? Like, I don't know. That's just...
1: So that's pretty major.
0: That's so cool. Um, There was one other thing you said. So with the foundation, so do you get to like partner up? You said you were partnering up with someone for this. Like do you get the opportunity to kind of bring a bunch of organizations, the right organization, things like that? Do you get to partner up with a lot of people uh, for more opportunities? Is that what that looks like?
1: Yes, that's, that's everything. That's all we do. I've never done um, anything by myself. It's always, always my cousin, but like I've never done anything just a solo organization. Yeah. I've read this book. It's called um, Poweronomics or something like that. But it's basically about um, the way to uplift the black community. And what he said, very powerful, was that we have to work together. Um, and just working in silos, working by yourself is not going to get – the results that you need. And I say that right. because I'm someone who is misdo Do It yourself. Like, <laughs> like I had a job yeah. one time where I was like, people weren't doing what I like needed to be done. So I'm just going to do it myself. Even if that meant lifting 50 pounds, my little self, I'm going to do it because I just need it done. But I'm learning I can't do that. I can't do yeah. that. So um, I'm always partnering with organizations. Um, One organization, Never Girl Dare to Be Different, she reached out to me and she told me that too. She was like, you need, because I went to an event and I met her just like by speaking to her. And she was like, you need to get out here. She said, you need to network. You got to work with people. And I was like, okay. So I started going, I started just going out more. And so whenever I go out, I try to meet two or three people and everyone is like the same when i say it, the same as far as like i want to work let's collab let's collab. right like it's not like a competition thing like oh she doing this like it's all about like we're both doing the same work why not work together
0: and Absolutely. even this
1: past um weekend i went to this queen it was queens queens against gun violence peace ride um and when i tell you that was the most powerful event ever like i it saw was it just, on instagram Girl, it was, it was intense. It was intense, but it was powerful. Yeah. Um, it was intense because just hearing the names of these young women who were killed, um, it was just tough. And then one of them was yeah. named Sierra. And then, oh. you know, do you have the ages that they read off. They're like, oh, 27, 32. It's like, oh, that's me. Like, I'm that age, you yeah. know, or that's my name. So it was just it was heavy in the fact that these ladies are no longer with us. But the beautiful, and then seeing moms mourn. Uh, moms were just mourning, like you can see that they were still, you know, hurting, but of course, you know, mourning is a process, but you can really see how hard it was on these moms, but the beautiful thing was they all came together, um, like, from different neighborhoods, and again, all these different organizations, like, it was five organizations that I knew that I normally work with, but then, of course, there were more than that, it was probably, like, ten, but it was all women-led, which I love, (laughs) like, all these women-led organizations coming together, um, to be, you know, I have a, a moment for these, when we had a hearse there too, like, it was just a real powerful, um, event, but again, it was the community that I love, like, just seeing all yeah. these women work together, regardless of differences, because we don't always agree, <laughs> like, I'm not kind of yeah. create this utopia kumbaya land, like, we, we do have different, um, but at the end of the day, it's all about the work, and we'll, you know, put all yeah. that stuff down just to, uh, work together and come together for for these yeah. Uh, families. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I love that because I think you said it best, too. The idea, like, a community is made up of a bunch of different people of different ages, different beliefs, ethnicities, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything that can be different, a good, solid community has that diversity across the board. Mm-hmm. And so with that, it would only make sense to me That there is a diverse group of organizations that are then coming together to support that. And it's just like we like for the Queens Against Gun Violence, like that's a that's a specific movement event and it's needed. And then next weekend there may be we may be giving out tennis shoes for homeless like both of those things are super important to the thriving and commitment in your community. But they're way different. And so yeah. you need all those different people to come together and to do that. And so I just think, like, I don't know. It's like it makes so much sense to me. But yet it's just like you don't see that often. Mm. You, It is competition. And, like, you mentioned something about um, the guy who was like, oh, you don't have a name. Like you're not coming out here with so-and-so mm. or doing so-and-blah-blah-blah. Blah, blah. And the fact that, um, and don't get me wrong, I I understand why some people are like, hey, we are with such and such organization. Mm-hmm. We are with such and such church. We are with such and such movement, like whatever. Because one, you need to identify yourself because mm. people want to know that you're legit. You're not, you know, doing whatever. Right. But I, it, the way it sounds to me that he was presenting is that sometimes it comes across that the name of, they're with is more important
1: right it's more
0: important than what they're doing yeah and so it's like yes you were with an organization Mm -hmm. but you didn't need to tell him that because what Mm -hmm. you were doing was more important than the foundation name yes oh
1: that's so good
0: yeah so talk about that a little bit and what you've seen with the people that you've worked with in your you know your I don't, you know, learning from, Mm -hmm. of of how to move forward, um, and what you've seen, maybe even the struggles of like, like that, that young man or older man, that gentleman, we'll say gentleman no matter his age, (laughs) that gentleman saying like, oh, I really appreciate that you're here because you care, Mm. not because you have to, or because, you know, whatever, whatever, what have you seen, um, and what have you been learning from people in like those instances and how you kind of present, um. Helping other people, yes. and that, and you mentioned humility too, like in yes. that humble way.
1: That's so good. Thank you for asking me that, because it made me think again about the the event I went to. So normally the thing is, when you go to an event, you want to have your logo, so you want to like have your shirt. Mm-hmm. So I had shirts made because I never had shirts, so I had a shirt made, but I didn't wear it. But everyone had their little shirts on that said their organization. But then she gave us shirts, so everyone put the event shirt over their organization shirt yes. so that to me was like i just it made me think about like yes. i didn't even think about how that was a thing but it's like yeah i'm with blah 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 but i'm putting on this queens against violence shirt over my shirt it right. might be hot but i'm gonna put it on over my shirt <laughs> because that's what i'm here for i i do want to promote my org but at the bottom line is that's not important right now the important is that we serve these families and and give these families the space that they need um, and then yeah. we come together. So that was one thing that I really like. That's a good example of that, yeah, I love that. Um, because again, that shirt, it's a it's a big deal. this this like in this space, this community um, that I'm in and that I love, like you, you do want to promote yourself. Um, yeah. But for to see to see that it was very humbling um, because everyone at the end of the day has a good heart and it always comes from right. a good place. And I deal with that a little bit on my work. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much, just because I don't want my work to be like, "Oh, she said this." But with my regular job, it's a nonprofit as well, and okay. um, we—I'm—I'm I'm the one because I'm in the community. Um, you know, with my other stuff, with my foundation, I'm like kind of a voice when I'm with my regular, um, with my job. So I'm always saying, like, if we're going to be in this community, we need to be present. We can't just be like, oh, we're this org, this big org coming in to to do this. And th- my org knows this. Like they right. they actually come to me because of this because I have that voice and say that. But it's it's about the work and helping the people and not just slap our mm-hmm. name and say we did this work. And yeah. um, but I'm learning so much from them as well. Like a lot of like I'm I'm grateful to yeah. be you know be able to have you know both hats and be on both sides. But it's yes. just. I, like you said, it's humility, and, and but in the corporate nonprofit space, it's, it's a whole different ballgame, but you see a lot of that, a lot of that, like, oh, we're yep. here to save the day, but it's like, it's been people who've been doing this work before you guys got here. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and, and again, it's like, sometimes those organizations are so, I don't want to clap too loud, I'm going to start, <laughs> we're going to go off here in a minute um but there are some of those organizations they're so important because like you said that's where the money is that's Uh that's that there's that voice there and that sort of thing but there's this idea of like you don't have to be proud you don't have to be boastful like if you want to come in and help please come in and help but no like your community's still going to be there that we were there before we were mm-hmm. here helping each other out before you got here and we're going to be here helping each other out when you leave. So like, mm-hmm. thank you. But also like hear us, see us like, mm-hmm. and I think it's that way across the board. I mean, so you've worked with young life as well. I'm a mm-hmm. young life leader here in my County and like, we can see when we come together as a state and like kind of talk about and learn things and it's like, oh, well this is what's happening in the Southern part of the state and this is what's happening here. And it's just like, okay, like there's some similarities. That's great. Let me learn from you. But like what is happening in Morgantown, which is a Mm. major city in West Virginia is going to be very different from my small town just because of our diversity looks more like, um, socioeconomic diversity okay. because we're such a small town. Yeah. There is ethnic. There's definitely age diversity and that sort of thing. But for the the biggest, we're looking at socioeconomics. Morgantown, it's gonna be ethnic diversity, and so mm. we can all take the same grand concepts. Yeah, we got you. We gotta look at people, and ah, you yes. gotta look at you've gotta look it's at different. people in the face and hear their issue lock arms with them on where they are based on whatever that is and so i and i just think it,
1: you know yes. because like especially in young life it's like what what you do in morgantown with college kids this is not gonna work with my kids yeah. <laughs> we're different
0: <laughs> yep. yep exactly we don't have the yeah. funding
1: you have like it's it's different
0: it's different. It's de- and that's what, and I think that's what's so beautiful too of like what you're saying is like the reason I wanted to talk. Like most of the people that listen to this podcast are probably gonna be from West Virginia, mm. hi family. Thanks for listening all the time. <laughs> um, but you know it's gonna be, and so it, I got the question of like, oh well, why organization in DC? And I'm like because I know she's doing the work. I know that what she's doing out there yes. is something I would love to see more people mm. own in their own community. And yes. I don't care where that is. In yes. my community, more people out in Baltimore, D.C.,
1: mm. you know,
0: South Carolina, wherever they are, like, what you're doing through the Braxton Legacy Foundation, I we're sitting here saying you don't need a title to do yeah. what you're doing like it's Thank beautiful and know. I love that your dad's legacy is living on through that and like that's what you're passionate about and that's fantastic but I, you would be doing it you were doing it before it was a foundation
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to continue doing it it's part of who you are and in that note can you talk to me a little bit about I already know the answer but tell our friends why it is, what motivates you to love the people you love and to support them in the way they do, and talk a little bit about how that's part of exactly who you are.
1: Oh, that's a good good question. Um, the Lord is <laughs> all Jesus. about Jesus. Um, it's all about Jesus. And uh, when we talk about humility, it also brings that back again, because I actually had a conversation with my pastor a few weeks ago because I was telling him um, that I felt like, I forgot what he was going through. He was going through some type of series. Cause we, during our Bible study, we, he goes like through a series. So he was going through a series, and he was talking about humility and Jesus' humility, and he made a comment. <laughs> he was like, uh, when you go to feed the homeless, you don't need pictures, and I was like, oh, okay, what you mean by that? <laughs> so I called him up when well, he called me, and I was like, so tell me about that. <laughs> but my my question really came from well, I really asked him I said I want to show people that I'm doing the work um, but I want to also you know the the Christ in me wants to be humble you know what I'm saying I don't want to yeah. say look Sierra's doing this but I want people to who gave me money to see I'm not just going to Starbucks or something like I'm actually absolutely doing this and I want people to see God accountability me. yeah yeah accountability and I want God to be glorified yeah yeah and through my work And so he really kind of talked me through it, and I'm still kind of praying through it, but um, I guess all that to say is when doing this work, uh, especially like some of big churches maybe in West Virginia too, it's like you may have fed 500 people, you may have had a spaghetti dinner, but then you're kind of like, at least for me, I'm kind of like, well, I want to show people what we did, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like, oh, it's about, look how, what we did. I want us to be like, look right. what Jesus did today. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of like something I'm still kind of working through. But at the end of the day, it's all about him. It's all about giving him the glory. It's all yeah. about serving him. And that's where that comes from. Like my family is a nice, kind family, but the, the love that comes from me is from God. Right. <laughs> Because Sierra also is not always the kindest person <laughs> at all, and my family I will you. tell you that too. <laughs> so if if you and even even in the work, um, girl, it gets hard sometimes. Yeah. Like when you're done, and I was having this conversation with my friend. It's like people can be very ungrateful. Yep. And then I watched Church. I told you we were on Good Friday today, yeah. so I watched Church, and and the first song she sang is called "Be Grateful." It's like be grateful, be grateful, and so. Uh, I was like, okay, okay, God, I hear you, and then think about Jesus on the cross, and how he died, mm-hmm. and we're ungrateful for him, so like, okay, so me being mad, <laughs> and people not being grateful for what I'm giving them, and God and gave me so much, and I'm not grateful for his sacrifice half the time, so, yeah. um, like, mm-hmm. it's all about him, but doing this work, it really can grow your faith, and test yeah. your faith, because you begin to question, um, well, at least for me, I'm questioning, like, am I doing this for me, or am I doing this for God, because... Yeah. If I'm doing it for God, then it don't matter if someone say thank you.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah. And I also want to say this. You made me think about this. Yeah, when you said um what did you say? You said something about people in West Virginia. Oh, so I was thinking, you was like anybody could do it. That's what I was like. I wanted to say that yes. So, if you have a passion and you're like, "Oh, I really this girl always never has lunch or, you know, the the school lunch food is not good. Like you can go to the school and do lunch on Wednesdays. Cook dinner in your home and do lunch on your Wednesdays. I mean, that may not—I don't know what the school rules are. Maybe not during this time, but you know, you could probably do something. Like I know if what you have mean passion. exactly. Yeah, and that's where I started because I used to be scared. Like, I used to have all these ideas. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I would just never do it. And then one day, I just like started doing all the yeah. ideas that I had. So, like I said, in West Virginia, it's so much need there. I live there. I did ministry there. So I know that there's need there. But if you see something that you're like, oh, I want to do this, like, just do it. Like, and don't use excuse, oh, I got to pray about it. Because if you're helping people, Jesus will confirm that. Yep. He's not going to say, no, no, I don't want, no, Kayla, I don't want you to uh, give lunch to this person. Right. He's not going to say no. You got to know your word. Because the word would. (laughs) The word yeah. is not going to tell you not to serve that person. Exactly. So, exactly. But I don't say you do got to pray, but don't, don't be excusing that because the word will tell you I yes or it. no.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are some things we know Jesus is going to say yes to. And just like we know there are some things Jesus is going to say no to. Like, exactly. you don't need to pray about it. Like, just mm-hmm. go out, do the work, especially if you're passionate about it. I think yes. you said, like, you've got to be in the word. And, like, if you are... Daily in communication with Jesus and and learning about him, however that is for you. You know, some people learn audibly. Some people learn by reading, you know, that sort of thing. Conversation, I learn really well in Bible studies and and just groups and settings like that. But if you're learning and and trying to be more like him, which is supposed to be our goal as people who follow Jesus, then you know what's a yes and what's a no. You know, you're trying you, to use excuses. That's you. That's, <laughs> that's your flesh, right? And because it's not <laughs> easy, you wouldn't. You're not s- sitting here saying that going out and being part of these things and, and going and and doing the work. You you didn't say like, oh, and I just started and it's been great and there's been no issue. Oh, like you literally gosh. just said like, my faith. I've been looking at questions with it. You know, people have been ungrateful. I have had to check myself and my attitude. Like. Good things are generally not easy. Holy mm-hmm. things do not mean that they're easy. It's just yes. that they're worth doing. Yes, and, and you said. have
1: Jesus with you, and yep. that's something I gotta remind myself of. I really like, ooh, that was just <laughs> God speaking to me. He yep, said He's with me. Um, but He's with you. So if you wanna, even if it's discipleship, like, oh, it's this young lady at church. I feel like I'm led to you are. Yep. Like, like, pour into her, you know, and I I read, it's crazy, I read this verse today, I was going through my old Facebook messages for some reason, and one of them, uh, it was saying like, Acts 4.39, or maybe it's Acts, I think 4.39, but it's something 39, one of those chapters, yeah. and the, the verse is, I always get addresses wrong, You're good. but the word is that um, if it is if it is from God, we will see. And and mm. that's what how I believe with with you know ministry work with being compassionate and with serving others like if it's from God he's gonna bless it. Yep. If he don't bless it then it's not from him but you'll know. Yeah. But nine times out of ten if if he's in it you're gonna be okay even if that means one person is served like it doesn't always have to be a big nope. like, event where you're feeding 20 people it could just be lunch with one woman who may be going through a miscarriage or, yeah. you know, just maybe having a hard time. Like that, yeah. that could be your calling at that moment where you have to step out on faith and, and serve.
0: Yeah. Just say yes. I heard a pastor one time say that um, delayed obedience is still disobedience. And this Aww. idea of like, if it's, if you feel that nudge, if you, and like you said, if it's bringing a lunch for a kid, like you're like, man, they always have bad lunch, like pack extra you know, it's a simple, it's just a simple yes, and it can be a yes for one person or it can be a yes for a massive community, like whatever that is, um, but I think it's just, I, I love, I'm just sitting here thinking of the whole foundation that you work with, and like we've talked about the fact that like just do it, just go out, say a small yes, go out and don't do it by yourself, even if it's hard yeah. to ask for help, you're going together and doing it. And, and you're serving the people around you and you see a need and you're doing that. And it's just like, all of that to me is this picture of Jesus. And we had a brief conversation before we started recording because, you know, we could talk forever. So we just said a quick hello, (laughs) but, um, this idea of like who Jesus really is. And I love being able to see what you are doing for those around you, um, and seeing how you portray Jesus so well, of like, of what we know him to be, right? Like, there's no question that Jesus is kind. There's no question that Jesus is giving. Like, we know that just from today being Good Friday. Like, he is selfless and loving and kind and a whole bunch of other things. But in that, in what you're doing through the Braxton Legacy Foundation, you are showing those exact same things in the way that you can Mm. where you're at. And I just, that is inspiring to me. Um, And I love that it started because you saw a need in your community and you were like, Mm -hmm. and then somebody was like, hey, actually, it's a little bit different (laughs) than what you've been seeing. And you're like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean they show up and then they leave? What about the people who are still here? And so you started working and I... I am inspired by that, and I honor you and what you're doing with that, oh, and um, so. I think that's absolutely wonderful. So, do you have anything else you would like to add to today's conversation?
1: Oh, that was so fast. <laughs> I
0: know. We've been on... A, yeah, it's been over half an hour. We're, we're we're booking it. So, I do have one last question, but I wanted just to... If there's anything else you still had you wanted to say or add to it or... I
1: I don't know. That was, that was, that was just crazy how that went. That's I know. So nice with I feel like we could um, go
0: on for hours. I mean, if we really wanted for real, to, but, I mean, we'll have you back on for sure. There. It's already so. in my, my list of things. <laughs> I'm like, I want to talk to CC about this. So.
1: <laughs> no, I love this. This was really good. I think, I um, also want to give you your flowers cause you, this is, it's good. I've never been on a platform. Like this, and to be able to speak to West Virginians. I don't know how to say that. But. No,
0: you did. That's it. West Virginians. <laughs> that's us.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, it's, it's, it's good, cause I, you know, I love. That's my favorite state. I love my home state, but yeah. it, it, like, I'm planning to just go there and get some RNR, cause this is a beautiful place. Yes. So thank you for this opportunity, and and who I believe that this will be something that will be beyond uh, West Virginia and D.C. and yeah. Maryland. Like there may be somebody in Argentina that may be blessed from this. Right. So. I thank God for your obedience um, and Stephen, And you did the same thing. You stepped out there. Like, you probably was like, I don't know. I kind of been wanting to start a podcast, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And look at you now, yeah. you know. So um, I guess that's my words to people. Thank like, you. Whatever that thing is, whatever it is, yes, go for it. Do God it. God put it in your heart. He going to bless it.
0: Yep. Just say yes. Figure it out who you need beside you and do it. So, all right, my last question is always because it's, Kayla's coffee moments then Mm -hmm. what is your go-to coffee shop beverage of choice
1: so I do the hot caramel latte from Dunkin Donuts um that's that's my thing I
0: love it I love it. it that's awesome so what do you do you drink it hot in the summer too
1: I think I do. Yeah, I'm, I, do, I do. Me too.
0: I have hot coffee through the summer too. But there's some people who are like, "No, I can't." Or there's some people, I guess, that drink it cold in the winter. I don't do that.
1: Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do hot caramel latte. And I'll share this because this is me and myself. Yes. And y'all know I love the Lord. And I used to be ashamed, but I smoke cigars, y'all. So, <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm sharing that because with the hot caramel latte. And a nice cigar and Spurgeon did, too, for those theologians. I theologians. love it. I <laughs> yeah. love it. A hot caramel latte and a cigar, that's how I start my morning. Sometimes I listen to k podcast there you go. <laughs> while drinking my hot latte. I love it.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. That's right. Oh, <laughs> enjoying a good cigar. Uh, I have a lot of friends who actually would say that is – their R&R and their their way to know Jesus a little bit better so I've personally never tried it but I hear I have a I, our, we have our friend David from Young Life as well that he's the same way so <laughs> yeah no that's awesome I love that so well thank you so much for being on here I really oh I love it. Like I said, we could go for hours. People would be like, "Where are they they hopped all over the place?" And I'm like, "Welcome to the coffee table, people. This is how it rolls with me." So, but I really appreciate it, and like I said, I really honor you in that. And um, I'm excited to hear what people are gonna step out into in ways to help their community because of this podcast. So, I'll be sure to let you know. We will. I will link CC and the Braxton Legacy Foundation all over social media today um go and show her some love and some support um make sure you follow her because she's gonna be doing a lot of cool things so we want to make sure we support you in that and then see where it goes from there so uh. Well, friends, I hope you feel encouraged and inspired today as we are finding how to navigate through life in the here and now. I would love to hear from you and to keep this conversation going. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore KLAB or on Facebook there if you would like. Um, I hope you check out Braxton Legacy Foundation today on social media um, and go ahead and give them a follow. I know that you will feel so inspired by um, what they are doing within their community. And then I would love to hear how you are being involved in your community, how you're finding ways to love others around you well, and just whatever you're doing to really step out um, and going for those things you've been dreaming about. And whatever that looks like, I hope that you will love yourself well, enjoy the day, and continue
1: to be kind. Bye, friends.